Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Good morning and welcome to the programme. Today, EU Commissioner Mairead McGuinness on the Windsor framework and the likely response of the DUP. The new leader of the Social Democrats, Holly Kearns, will join me later. We'll also speak to the Minister for Public Expenditure, Pascal Donoghue. The hit TV series Succession is coming to an end, but do you want to see a spin-off? Well, we'll look today at the TV spin-offs that worked and the many turkeys that just didn't. If you have any suggestions for us, 51551, email todaycb at rte.ie on Twitter we're at today with Claire. Well this morning the evacuation of 207 patients and staff continued in Wexford General Hospital after a fire broke out yesterday afternoon while there were no injuries and the fire was contained within hours the hospital is now closed and the Ireland East Hospital Group has confirmed that all elective and outpatient appointments at the hospital have been cancelled today and tomorrow. For more on this I'm joined from our Dáil studio by Labour TD for Wexford Brendan Howland. Good morning to you. Good morning, Claire. So the HSE has confirmed that there has been significant water damage to the hospital and we know at Morning Ireland, we, we heard a lot about this this morning, the patients are being transferred to various hospitals around the country. What are you hearing this morning about when Wexford General might be back up and running? Well, first I should say that there's an incredible sense of relief in Wexford this morning. Uh, what yesterday evening could have become an historic tragedy for us all was averted by the dedicated, calm professionalism of our emergency services in Wexford, our fire brigades, the hospital team itself, management and staff, voluntary and private, all rallying to the cause, uh, supported by the broader health community. Uh, It just has been a remarkable response that such a significant fire that caused the evacuation of a significant general hospital was done without any injury to anybody, and that is incredible credit. But uh, as you say, focus now will move on to um, what are we going to do with that vacuum in our community. Our hospital is regarded as one of our most important strategic services for County Wexford and beyond. And a lot of people obviously um, understand that there's a problem today and tomorrow for the next couple of days. But if you are due to uh, deliver a a child in Wexford General, if you're due to have uh, a a treatment plan continued in Wexford General, you'll want to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening now. I've just been uh, on to the management team and there is um, uh, a crisis management meeting ongoing as we speak. And hopefully when uh, structural engineers uh, look at the, the extent of the damage, unfortunately, the reason for the evacuation was that the damage was done to, if you like, the nerve centre of the hospital that supplies oxygen and power and vital resources to the rest. So the rest can't function without that. 
but hopefully, um, if there is a will and a determination, I, and I heard the words you quoted, uh, was quoted in the news uh, from the Taoiseach, that every resource will be put to, uh, to bring, brought to bear, to bring maybe temporary plant back in action uh, so that the hospital can start functioning immediately. But that may be on a partially open basis. Is that what you're hearing? It, it certainly will be a phased basis. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, obviously, no matter what element of the hospital is opened, you will need strategic backup because if you haven't got di- access to diagnostics, if you haven't got um, acute supports, you can't have, obviously, a functioning A&E, you can't have a functioning maternity service uh, and these are the things that are being looked at now and hopefully um, we can have a clearer picture by the end of the day of a timeline uh, by which all of these are going to happen. Because right now, you know, despite the very calm, the very clear, the very professional way matters were handled, you have um, 221 patients last night in the hospital. Uh, 180 of them uh, are thereabouts scattered across uh, not only the southeast but beyond the eastern region. Uh, and staff too um, are dislocated at the moment. So we need to have, obviously, uh, a plan for the continued care of those people. Um, They need to be reconnected, obviously, not only with their care plans, uh, but with their own charts and so on. And then a plan for the the staff too. Yeah, that's bound to be a concern, isn't it? The files and, and, you know, this brings us back again to the fact that we don't have a fully digital digital, uh, system in this country. But there will need to be reassurances for patients and for staff that all of the information with these patients who've been moved to hospitals in Waterford and Kilkenny and Navan in Dublin, that all of their information will follow as well. just a, your own past as a former yep. Minister for Public Expenditure, you'll be aware of that there'll be a significant cost element here now to this, won't there? There's no doubt about that. And it's an argument that I've been making for a while that, uh, you know, my time in public expenditure was a time of no money. Um, there is money now. A lot of it, uh, as you saw from the five billion surplus we had at the end of last year, uh, is, may not be sustainable recurring money. And I've been arguing that the best use of that is to improve our strategic infrastructure in capital investment because once you build things, they're built. Uh, and that's why, for example, the extension to Wexford General that has been uh, on the books for the last five or six years, the 96-bedded unit, mm-hmm. um, in integrated uh, single beds um, so to avoid infection, the way hospitals are being designed now, that needs to be obviously incorporated into the rebuild now. Uh, wearing, as I say, my public expenditure hat of the past, it, there is economies uh, of scale. In If you're bringing in a contractor to do the refurbishment and reconstruction work, it makes sense to give the bigger job uh, so that we can actually have the 96-bedded unit up and running and all the facilities back in Wexford General. Well, how does that work a, a with, re- with, with proper tendering processes then? Again, um, I, I know mention was made this morning of the fast-tracking for planning of the 72-bed so-called Ormond Wing um, in in Kilkenny. Yes. Uh, that, that has been built fast-track and I spoke this morning again uh, to the CEO of Wexford County Council and to the Director of Planning, uh, Jeremy Houston in Wexford. Uh, and I can assure you there will be no delays at all in planning. If there is a will to do this, this can be done. In terms of tendering, um, tendering can be done expeditiously. Um, all we need is design. Now, I, I, I am really worried about um, 
uh, a view that might be taken that this is an opportunity not to go ahead with these things um, because I know that when the Minister for Health was in Wexford only three weeks ago, he told Alan Corcoran on South East Radio that in terms of the 96-bedded unit, that what he was still awaiting a strategic assessment report. In other words, to assess whether it is necessary. Now, we're well beyond that. Uh, I mean, he said that he expects to get that in March, that approval for the go-ahead might be given this year, but there's yet no design team even um, put in place for that. But didn't so, Minister I, Donnelly say this morning that he's committed to that 96-bed block going ahead and having it up and running quicker than normal? Well, I can again tell you from my own experience that um, there is a very large gulf between a commitment for some, to something happening uh, and the provision of monies for it to happen. Even if you look at the capital plan from, from the HSE, the capital plan will, will contain aspirational projects uh, that will recur in yeah. several plans but never come to actually being built. And, and why, uh, it, why did you say that you're concerned that what happened yesterday might affect whether that goes ahead at all? Well, I'm not saying that, you know, it won't go ahead at all, but I I think it might delay what we expected the the focus to be on, which is a 96-bed new unit for Wexford Hospital. And there might be some who will argue, well, if it requires several million euros now to repair the damage done, well, that is the capital allocation for Wexford. Mm -hmm. Now, that would be a tragic mistake and one that I think all of us in Wexford are determined that shouldn't happen. In fact, the reverse it is. It's a. It's a golden opportunity when yeah. you have builders on site uh, to, to do the entire do job. Both. Just before I let you go, uh, coming up later in the program, I'll be speaking to Holly Kearns, the new leader of the Social Democrats. At 33 years of age, she's part of a, a new generation of politicians. The way they see it now, they're not tainted by austerity, unlike the Labour Party. She made that very clear yesterday. She shot down instantly any talk of a merger with the Labour Party. Does it offend you at all, Brendan Howland, that another party of the left sees your party as toxic? Well, I mean, my focus today is obviously on the bigger issues, to be quite honest with you. It's the well-being of people dislodged in Wexford rather than um, a a political view from from any individual. Um, I've spent my entire political life building social democracy in this country, uh, providing uh, an alternative for it. And there are difficult decisions to be made in the real world of politics when you're faced with real decisions uh, in crises, whether it's an economic collapse or whether it's a COVID crisis. And you make real-time decisions that affect real people. Uh, And hopefully that we can together strengthen uh, the left wing because a divided left is never good. uh, And it's the only people that rejoice in uh, that sort of commentary are the people of the right who uh, revel in division uh, in the viewpoint that works against their interests. Okay, well, you might have to change her mind then. Um, we'll be speaking to Holly Kearns a little bit later, but for now, Brendan Howland, Labour Party TD for Wexford, thank you for joining us on the programme. We'll take a break. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.